0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: All right. Welcome back to The Bachelor podcast. Uh, As you can hear, I'm a little under the weather. My name is Ryan. Welcome again, Matt Munson. Welcome back from vacation. Hello. I
2: don't know. Two weeks off, but I feel like I never left because here we are again and... (laughs) just discussing the same old same old topic yes men
1: tell all two hour episode that much like the season was all about luke it was still the luke p show even though we heard several times the luke p show is canceled the luke p show is over it really wasn't though because he was the focus of this episode right up until like 20 minutes left when they were doing bloopers and fun stuff with jpj and
2: they got rid of the negativity
1: yeah, but not until the end. Yeah. So it was still the, the Luke P. show. And so let's start out right where the show did. And that's with the rose ceremony. Chris comes out and says, We're going to do things a little different. We're not going to start Mentel All yet. We're going to go back to Greece and show you how the rose ceremony goes down, sort of. Sort
2: of. of. We're going to get you almost to the point where the roses come out.
1: Right. And because so. Because there was a
2: lot leading up to that.
1: There was. And. You know, we see the, the three guys show up who we think are going to be the only guys there. Yeah. And then, as he has all season, the villain that refuses to die, the Jason, the whatever you want to call him, the Freddy Krueger, the Michael Myers, yes, refuses to die. He's
2: coming back for more.
1: And he's, you know, doing the cell phone footage. Hannah, I'm coming back for you, and in pure Luke fashion, she doesn't know that she's in love with me. She doesn't. She doesn't. Because he knows all, especially when it comes
2: to Hannah. To Hannah, Hannah, obviously, yeah, first and foremost.
1: How many times can this dude just put his foot in his mouth and seemingly not realize each time that he sounds like a jerk?
2: Well, I mean, his persistence certainly paid off, because... Even though we got our apology from Hannah last night more than one time, she did bring him like seventh seven eighths of the way through the show. Let's face it. I mean That's fair. and and so his persistence and his delusion brought him a long, long way. I mean, whether or not he had his self convinced, I mean he might be the world best world's best salesman because he somehow managed when it counted, to convince her that it was worth keeping him around for almost the entire show. So, you know, if he if he sort of pulled the wool over her eyes that many times, why, you know, I, I, not to sound like I'm defending him, but like why, if you're him, why don't you believe that I can do it one last time and, and persuade her again to keep me around? So... You know, he had He had his plenty of a success trying to convince her and win her over. You know, against every reason she had to to deny him that. And so, to me, I could see where he was coming from, thinking he could do it again. Yeah, that's that's a good point. You know,
1: I mean, he. We talked about this every week. It seems you know, Luke is the worst. Luke is the worst. He he can't possibly last another week.
2: And there he was again,
1: right to like you said, virtually the end. Yeah. And so while he seemed like, my God, what are you thinking? That's a good point. He has been given chance <laughs> time and again, including already being sent home once, and he was able to talk his way back in. Yeah. So maybe he thought. Hell, let's do it again.
2: I mean, there is a there is a deeper there is something deeper going on here. I mean, he seemed to somehow uh, delve into her brain a little bit. I mean, he was almost had some mind control over her. I mean, I know that kinda like prompts a more serious conversation. How why ever she was susceptible to that, I, I don't know. I you know, I don't know much about her, but you know, whatever experience she's had in the past that made her susceptible but like he seemed to and he seems like the type of guy who who aims for that you know who who likes to get in your head and and you know any any time you hear of, of whether it be verbal even verbal abuse mm-hmm. physical abuse there seems to be like no matter how many people are around one person telling them that you need to get out You need to end this. You need to get away from that other person. There seems to be something that that person just can't deny, can't resist from the person who who is actually guilty of the abuse. You know, despite what everybody else says, she still kept giving in to him. So there was some sort of mind control that he was trying to maintain, and he thought he could continue to maintain that. Um, and and somehow like i think chris harrison said the first time ever right that that ever happened where somebody came back at the rose ceremony i think we've seen guys come back sure but- i even had a guy in my season come back didn't work out for him but demario he came back oh, yeah <laughs> early on you know and, and was denied but um you know reentrance but like i guess it's never happened at that point in the game so you know it was big and it was bold and it was ballsy of him but it worked every other time, and so and why not have worked And he realized he needed to
1: step his game up because he didn't come back just to say, I need closure, you need to hear me out. He came with a ring.
2: That's what I hear. Yeah, I never saw the ring, but that's and what we hear. Thankfully,
1: Hannah didn't as well, because mm-hmm. uh, I would have loved to have seen her reaction if he just, in front of the other guys, was like, no, we need to talk about this. Mm. Wait a minute, because Chris told her after the fact, and I thought her eyes were going to hop out of their socket and you know yes i understand if he you know if if you succeed in something 29 times why is the 30th time going to be any different totally get that but at the same time you at this point now you're not just doing it in front of her
2: you're yeah
1: basically trying to lobby her in front of these other guys
2: and I think that's what obviously shut him down too. played a big component, and that was the other guys being there. Finally, everybody's in, this, in the same space for, for that will she or won't she moment, whereas if Luke and her were behind closed doors when this happened before and maybe it was just too much, she was up against too much to resist him. But now it's like, here's me, the three guys that I have connections uh, with and care for. And then you—it's four. It's f- essentially four on one now, right? And
1: five if you count Chris. And there was because Chris then Chris there too. ends up coming out
2: because we know that Chris had had it a couple weeks ago, right? A couple oh, episodes yeah. ago, he was all done with this kid for for a while now. But yeah, I mean, now it was like basically a wall of people, and there was no getting over the top of it for Luke. But I mean, yeah, it's a combination of like he just is is very confident in his ability to control her way of thinking, but also. He's complete he's pretty freaking delusional too. Totally. Cuz to go from you just got bounced out of the competition and there's three guys left. So it's not like it was you and one other guy. You know, it was she feels better about the where it's headed with these other three than she does with you. And now you all of a sudden think you're going to go from being the odd man out to being her her fiance and her husband. I mean, he's obviously completely off his rocker. And so it's a well, combination of both. Especially of those about things.
1: how he handled it even when he got back there, because I could see if he arrived and went to go try to find Hannah, but he just lines up with the other guys when yeah. they have no clue. They still almost think, like nothing ever yeah, just happened. He thinks they think at this point like, oh, great, our buddy Luke's here, cool, yeah. whatever, having no idea that she has already sent him <laughs> home, and he just lines up like nothing's yeah. nothing's wrong. Okay, like here he we go, hoping he got cut. that rose, <laughs> and. Then it took a second when she finally came out and said, what are you doing here? Yeah, you know, you yeah. need to have and leave. And they still didn't get it. And then it, once he walked forward and she said, I already sent you home and, you know, we can, t- <laughs> we can rip on Jed all we want and he deserves it seemingly. But his face, as he's realizing what has happened that, wait, she already sent him home and he came back and then lined up with us it was almost like something out of the office yeah he turned his head and was to the other guys like what is happening yeah, yeah. like completely even, confused <laughs> even on Luke's level like so it's beyond beyond delusional to think that and i understand and i i think you make a great point why wouldn't i just keep being successful with this mm-hmm. Sure.
2: And you made such an ass out of yourself up to this point. It's almost like, what do I have to lose? I'll just go for it one last time, you I'm know? all in. Like, yeah, yeah, people, yeah.
1: You know, people, although... Can't
2: get any worse for me. Yeah,
1: although I'm assuming, especially with how he was sort of trying to temper his reactions in After the Rose, that even in that moment, I don't think he realized how bad he was going
2: to look. No, I don't think so either. No, I could tell you, you know, there's a big difference between from... Uh, and when, from and when, what you see, and when you see what you see on TV, you know, I mean, you're talking, you're talking uh, May, you're done. At that point, when he, when Luke stepped out, it was probably first week of May, latest, you know, beginning of May. So now here we are in July. So it's May, June, most of July. So that was like probably almost 12 weeks ago. So... You're seeing it a you know a lot of people almost think they're watching this thing in real time you're not I mean everything is sort of distorted but like you he had no idea then how much he had really led with his chin, which is what he did he gave them plenty of material to uh you know just ruin him basically I mean. I I don't know I don't still don't see cuz it, now it doesn't seem like and we'll get to this later how that he's going to end up in paradise. So I don't see how he gets the opportunity to redeem himself but like you know it just seems like he something something like he blacked out or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like his sense of reason at some point he just became this dude who, you know, like his family claims that that's not the real him, you know. Well, at some point, uh, he shut down the good side if there if that if there does exist, one. and he went complete monster, you know. And 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 no, I don't know if people if he was egged on or if somebody there kind of knew how to trigger him, but like I don't think he has anybody to blame. It's just this is how he again he led with his chin. He gave them he gave them no. Uh, you know, opportunity to even let him have like one good scene where he was like, you know, oh, there is something in there. You're, like that even... was the first episode. Yeah, yeah after that, was that the first there was episode, it was all downhill from there. So, like, you people talk about the the edit and how you get cut and everything, but like, if there's if there's sort of that arc for somebody where they start to see the light and where they, you know sort of, like, come to and realize, man, what have I done here? But he never has that moment, and he never had the moment up until I talk about the, the time difference. Here we are. Men tell all doesn't get done till probably a couple, few weeks, two, three weeks ago. Yep. So he's been able to watch, you know, 80% of, of the disaster, the the dumpster fire that was his season, and even still... He wants to hold his ground and say, you know, well, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. And basically, like, you know, just tell you that this uh, this is me. I mean, I can apologize for bits and pieces of me, but unfortunately, this is the way I feel. This is the way I still feel. So, like, even when given a chance to redeem himself... He still doesn't even bother trying. Yeah. I'm, really.
1: Well, I'm thinking he did though. And he he I understand that he didn't in that he was he failed miserably. Yeah. But I'm guessing the reason why he was even there was to attempt after watching this season back and, you know, having to fend himself week after week, he I, in his mind I think He thought, was going to try to yeah, make it better. This is going to be my re- redeeming couple hours. Yeah. I'm gonna to get to sit down, and
2: so the intention was there. I think. I mean, I think it almost obviously. Had to be. Why else would they let you back? You know, I mean, or why would he even want to go back? If in his bother? mind yeah. he
1: hasn't already convinced himself, much like he convinced himself all the different stuff about Hannah, that you know, there's no way she doesn't love me, and blah 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 blah. If he didn't think going into this, I'm gonna explain myself and everything's gonna be fine. And he went in. If he would have just shown up and said. You know, watching it back, that I realized because he 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 would teeter on this. He would he was, mention a couple times and say, you know, I that's not the Luke that I want to be, but then he would turn around and say, I wouldn't change a thing. All right. and he all he needed to do was sit down and, guys, I'm sorry, you know, watching it back was really painful. That's not how someone should act that's not, you know, someone the man I want to be Yeah, not, That I've ever wanted to be or or am. I just got caught up in it. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be a better person. This is helping me out. I'm sorry guys. I'm sorry Hannah. You know, the best for all of you. I'm going to work on myself. Done, done. Maybe he gets an invite to paradise. Yeah. Maybe he's not the most hated man in in Bachelor Nation. Mm-hmm. But instead, he one foot in, one foot out. He would say something that you thought, "Wow, okay, maybe he is gonna get it," and then right around, you know, Chris or someone would give him the opportunity. You know, whether oh well, was was Hannah right then by saying that you know all those things about you? No, oh my God, okay, well, would, you if you could go back and change things, there. what would you? I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, and I.
2: So then everything uh, you just said is basically BS, right? Yep,
1: he was just saying things to say things. Yeah much like he did all season long, yeah. when we would think, wait a minute, he literally just said, I'm not going to tell her X, Y, Z. And he would sit down and immediately and tell her X, Y, Z, and then lie that he yeah. ever told her that. Like, just talking in circles. Yeah. And I guess we shouldn't be surprised that he kept doing that. And even if he would have been like, Medium crazy instead of what I think was still full crazy on this episode. I don't think that they extend the invite, and the reason is, apparently Chris w- was uh, talking leading up to the episode, saying that he went completely dark after he left the show, didn't talk. No to one pro- could get in touch. Yep, oh, okay. didn't talk to producers, didn't return phone calls. He apparently was using his brother as a go-between, uh. and they didn't even know if he was going to show up. For sure. To the tell-all. Uh, to the tell-all until like hours beforehand, okay. according to Chris. So at that point, as a producer, as you said, he was already done with him. But when you're trying to basically your penultimate episode and you're giving me crap and maybe you're not going to show up and we can't talk to you. We're giving you a
2: shot here yeah. to try to clean this mess you made and, up.
1: Yeah, and instead you're running interference with your brother basically serving as I don't know like an agent or something to it's
2: just an eagle mania Yeah and so like... at that
1: point Chris if there was any percentage of like well let's see maybe he can no I have to I have to imagine that was done and because even on the couch Chris let him have it he's like so you said you're not a virgin you knew Hannah wasn't a virgin is there any hypocrisy there which is a fair question to ask. Sure. We asked it here. Well, I felt
2: all along I really didn't understand the whole, you know, the born-again thing. I don't think that was pretty convenient for somebody to say, well, this is how I want to live my life now, and this is how everybody else should want to, or anybody that's, that's going to be bigger involved problem. with me is should, this should live their life the same way. That's well, the who bigger do you issue. Think you are?
1: Yeah, that's the bigger issue. If, yeah. you know, Believe what you, you want to believe as long as it doesn't hurt other people. Sure, and right, so right. if you have, and he, thankfully he didn't tell his shower story again, but if you have had that oh, experience,
2: that been then
1: fine. But the whole, and he still couldn't get this through his head. It wasn't the issue of you feeling this way. It was you feeling you needed to tell Hannah she mm-hmm. needed to feel right. this way. And he kept trying to change the story of how things went. And uh, oh, I never said that. Mm-hmm. And I was dying for them to play clips. Mm-hmm. Like, as mm-hmm. he was saying, it's like old school meet the press mm-hmm. where a politician would say, oh, I've never said that. And he'd like, let's roll the tape. And they would say that word for word because that's all Luke did. He would sit there and deny things that, you know, most things. He did admit Everybody knows. to the other Luke about the other Luke. But in general, he was trying, well, I didn't say that. And I didn't say it that way play the clip while yeah, he's sitting yeah, there that would like, fun because Luke was the one the other Luke was the one that got him where he didn't say a word where he said I'm sorry I lied and you know well why did you lie I don't know it's probably the only time all night he said <laughs> I don't know yeah, yeah, he didn't yeah. try to spin it because he couldn't he literally decided to play that card so he literally said I lied mm-hmm. seemingly you know I mean we know telling the truth for once
2: and then couldn't explain why so if he did that all the way through, full mayacopa, just right, 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 right. I'm sorry, I was wrong. I don't wrong. know what made me do. I did these things, and I don't know what made <gasps> me do them.
1: I'm not proud of it. But I, I want to try
2: to get better. Yeah,
1: I didn't represent my faith well. I didn't mm. represent, you know, the person that my fi- my parents raised me to be. I mean, we could for someone that seemingly is reading lines in everything he says, this should have been a layup. Should have been a lot better rehearsed. Seriously, just up there and just lay it all out there in the I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Accept all these apologies. But talking about pride and everything else, being a narcissist, all this stuff that's true. He just Mm -hmm. couldn't couldn't do it. He couldn't just pull himself to fully apologize. He just needed to be right. And even going to this ridiculous thought that, oh, well... As an excuse for what he was doing, twofold. One was, oh, I reacted that way because Hannah blindsided me. So, oh, okay, it's Hannah's fault. Cool,
2: blame her. Yeah, yes, right.
1: great job, blame her. And to then stand up there and try to spin even the like the things that we didn't see, like oh well, but I talked to her about this. Um, this Bible verse and this like like dude <laughs> th- how does that excuse your actions
2: he's nuts like, he's freaking nuts
1: he just kept trying to pull things of why he acted the way he did and I think he he just you know we've talked about this week after week he was almost taking it as an affront to... His faith, as opposed to no, no, no. This is just about you. This is you not about what faith. you believe or, or yeah, exactly. Your your faith, your family's faith. This is about how you acted and yeah, right, how we right. saw you act mm-hmm. on television right. for Everybody two months. Like this is not something where you can turn around and say, "Oh, well, it's her fault for blindsiding me," or "Oh, it's a man's job to lead a." Let me see if I can find the actual quote. The man is supposed to guide and lead a relationship. Oh Jesus.
2: What are you <laughs> talking about? So there it is. I mean, people talk about narcissists, misogynists, right? Yep. All of it. I mean it, All
1: wrapped in one, right in that 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 line much. just sums it sums all. And the crowd up. was great. They're just like, oh my yeah, God, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Because yeah, that that sums up Luke. 100%. For sure. For is sure. he's right the woman's wrong right. unless she agrees completely with him. Right, right, right. How I then choose if, to then they're live just life. both
2: wrong, right? Because it's, it's okay as long as they're in agreement on something and it'll be them against the world. But yep. if not, then he's the only one that's right and everybody else is just And and the, explain to me though as far as she blindsided him with what? She made it seem like she was falling into his groupthink or Luke think mentality, <laughs> right? She made it seem like she was following along and he had complete control over her thought process. And then she surprised him by by actually seeming as though she didn't really buy into all the crap that he was throwing away or like what what did he mean by she blindsided? With the, the sex stuff. Oh, oh, With the oh, windmill. Oh, 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 oh. So the way he acted at the dinner. Right, right, right. Wasn't right.
1: his fault. It was Hannah's fault mm-hmm. for blindsiding him. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, take a walk.
2: Yeah, right, like, no kidding.
1: This constant blaming of other people, and especially the person who you're supposed to be in a relationship with. And that was another thing where he said, well, let me explain to you how relationships work.
0: like,
2: Dude, you're the expert on that. Seriously. So I am kind of right in saying that, like, he was under the assumption that he that she was going to follow all the same beliefs and the same lifestyle that he was leading, and that his faith sort of led him down down that road, right? And he along he all along the way was like, "Well, we're on the same page. We're going to get married, and no one that I'd be willing to marry would have sex prematurely." So to him, it was somebody who who. He thought made it seem like was on board with what he the way he wanted to play things out, and then wait a second you weren't I thought that was the rule if you were going to spend any time with me you were not to have sex with anyone else, I mean it's our it's psycho- wedding bed our wedding bed will be pure it's <laughs> like, it's to me it's bo- I don't even know I mean it's borderline psychopath. I mean, I don't I don't see... Well, and he was...
1: They said one of the guys, and I don't remember specifically who called him out, but one of the guys, it might have been Connor, who said exactly that. He said, F you,
2: you're a psychopath. You're a psychopath, yeah. And, and a lot of people use that word a little... They throw it around. I mean, you know, sometimes it gets, you know... Right, and it, it, used. It's, it's a little... It's a loose term, you know, but in this case, I don't know. I feel pretty confident... Pinning that on him, it right? Helped. And I'm
1: I'm guilty of this often too. You know, definitely crazy, psychopath. Like those words are definitely he's thrown used, around a lot. Around. You know? they're they're used very. Um,
2: but he's got a touch of it in him. Though. Yeah,
1: and that's the thing is I I understand sometimes when you use those words, especially when you're you don't want to be too flip about it because they are serious words to throw around. But I don't know what else to use to describe him yeah. when we've all seen. This Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde thing. I don't know I, a better I mean, word for it, so I don't. I'm not trying to poo-poo this idea that oh, we should find better words or we should be more sensitive. Because, and I'm I obviously I'm not trying to diagnose the dude, but what else can you call it?
2: And I wouldn't. Yeah, no, you not agree. misunderstood no, as no, much as no, he would no, like no, to say. No,
1: no. Oh wait, I want to make sure I'm. He There's said no that. Misunderstanding like, talk here. about. Drinking game. If you would have just used misunderstood, yeah. oh, um, we would have we'd still be drunk. Yeah. This well, idea of constantly. Oh, let me make sure you can understand what I'm well, saying. Well, so that basically. was the
2: one word that he really did rehearse oh. for a couple. You know what I mean? That was the one word that he was gonna alternate back to, no matter he what. He saw it as his get out of jail free yeah. card. But um, I mean, I don't want to diagnose the dude either, and I don't want to, I don't want to dive any deeper into reasons why he is who he is, but like. Where do you this? It's to me, it's learned behavior. Usually, maybe I've watched like too many criminal minds or something, but like, <laughs> I mean, usually it's because you see somebody else in your life, you know. And I I don't, we talked about a couple of weeks ago not to really bring up the family, but like, it doesn't come out of thin air that you become this guy who you know is so, such a misogynist and everything. It's almost like you had to. Learn that behavior from some from somebody else in your life. You know, I don't know who could have been, but like, you don't make that up on your own. No. Usually, that's something that you witness, and then you just you kind of fall into the same trap. So, I don't know, but there's no denying it. I mean, he's he's everything that we thought we were watching all along, and uh, again, I really would have thought that <clears throat> the Saving Grace would have been watching yourself, which is what anybody usually goes through. When they watch the playback of the show, they realize the mistakes they made from the littlest things, something they wore or something that they changed their hair. I mean, everybody sees themselves and it's like looking in the mirror. Man, I gotta work on that. Yeah, we, I gotta never fix get that.
1: A, we very rarely, I shouldn't say never, we very rarely get a chance to See ourselves that way. I mean, you got a chance to yeah. see it. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about it. Maybe you didn't get as much airtime as, especially someone like Luke.
2: But for the good, I mean, for the reason that I tried to be a non fat, I mean, to a fault, you know, I should have tried to have been more of a factor. Um, you but know. But even
1: you not getting necessarily the exposure, you got to see that mirror. Yeah. And right, that's right, something right, a right, lot right. of us never Maybe get to experience. Maybe I was experience. too
2: passive aggressive with things. You know, if I had opinions, Brett, I could have been probably. You know, interjected here and there. But that's, but, that's a perfect example. But, you, know, you watching
1: this back, yeah, you're, you're sure, reflecting on sure, yourself. Sure. And that's clearly something, if he did, he can't process it if it includes yeah. him being seen as the villain or as the, like we yeah, see, keeping up yeah, the, the loser. Like There's he can't a resistance
2: lose. to seeing his own faults. Again, I mean, I'd have to dig a little bit because you, you don't see much of me, but he, he was so blatant. He was so right out there for the world to see. And I think there was probably a part of his brain that just shut down because it, it has to it has to hit home at some point. And you, you know, maybe there's a safety valve or something that like turns on where you it's like it's like you're in denial almost, even because it's so it's so in your face that you just almost have to you have to distance yourself. So, maybe at some point he just said, No, it's all how they cut me. It's all how they, you know, how they edited me, or they just made me this way. And you start to blame everybody else when the person really that deserves all of the blame is the guy looking at you when you stare into the mirror. So, it's a shame. I feel bad. I mean, I don't feel bad because I think the same guy that we saw is the same guy walking around today. And somebody like that, I don't think is really, you know, it could be a liability for people. Yep. You know, I mean, to have that kind of guy around who who continues to get older, continues to think, uh, think the things he's doing are right. You know, someday he is probably going to be able to manipulate a woman. And hopefully by then he'll see... Someone will help point out the error of his ways. But, like, you know, it's a shame that for what is really the ultimate learning process for somebody, just it is... is is all lost on this guy, you know? I mean, he probably could have used the show more than anybody to help better himself. But in the end, it's a waste, you know? He's
1: just trying to find a woman that he can properly lead in the relationship.
2: Yeah, right, right. It does, it sounds like a cult mentality, it really does.
1: And Mike was a little harsh. Yeah, see, I miss Mike's... So he said, more or less, that he feels bad for his future wife because she's going to be a prisoner in the relationship. Yeah. And I like Mike. I'm still Team Mike. I think Mike should be the you Bachelor. Think that was too hard. That was a, that was a little rough. Yeah. Not wholly untrue.
2: No. Because well, actually, we mo- do mostly. Think... He was probably accurate in saying that. Yeah. You know, did I he need think, to really drive it home? Yeah.
1: I think maybe he could have worded it a little better to say that she would be a prisoner.
2: Uh, trapped would have been better. She's going to feel, she's going to almost become trapped. Yeah, I mean, just I don't know you how, feel, how you could have put it.
1: I know. it's When you go down that road at all, it's tough. You know, basically saying no relationship you have has the potential to be healthy, which if you're just this person that he is now, I would agree. But you're hoping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if he hasn't over the last however many months watching this, you're hoping he's going to just be better. And learn and actually realize what a healthy relationship is. Now, a lot of times that doesn't happen, and not not even just on The Bachelor. Just in real life, we see it every day. Unfortunately, a lot of unhealthy relationships out there. And Hannah did have a great point. Um, You know, we can sort of talk about her reaction to this all, but saying that she's, you know, glad things happened the way they did because if one person who's in a relationship like this sees it and realizes, oh.
2: This is happening Yeah, that's not healthy. Yeah.
1: This isn't how I should be treated, whether it's a man or a woman. When you're in that sort of relationship, just because there's no physical abuse or whatever, like, that's an abusive relationship. Sure. The way he was trying to treat her, that is abuse. Yeah,
2: because sometimes, I guess, if if there are no bruises, then there's a gray area for some people. Well, I'm not, you know, he doesn't hit me. Yeah. Yeah, but in some ways, it's worse, you know? Um, but I will say that, like, it is again how he, how he approached the group of guys last night, like how he presented himself. If he, if he just said, "I'm here to take my medicine," I don't know that Mike would have said something like that. I agree, I but think... it's the fact that like Mike is probably sitting there like, this dude still doesn't get it. If he, if he just kind of, if he just kind of like. Kind of threw himself at their feet and yep. said, "Hey guys, I'm here to take, you know what I I know I have coming to me." Then Mike probably would have been like, "You know, there's hope for you." But the fact that, again, he watched the whole season, he's had time to let it marinate, he still shows up, shows up to the show, and doesn't see the error of his ways, I think was sort of like what sealed the deal for Mike. He's probably you know, he, smart guy, he's pretty mature dude. He probably says, "If if you don't see it now," And everybody in America basically throwing hate your way. If you still don't get it, then the future does not look bright for you. Yeah. So I mean, he felt that he kind of felt the need to be harsh with him, and I can't really blame him. I mean, I can't I can't really disagree with that comment. I mean, and that's
1: the thing I can't either. I just I do wonder if there was a way where he could have softened the blow, just a little, a little, bit, little you know, not totally take the high road because again, I think he's
2: deserving of all this. But remember, Mike, you know, easy for you and I to say. Mike, it sounds like was truly was into her and in trying to make it yeah. work. And in his mind, this freaking clown took my spot. Yep, he wanted to be in that top four. And you know, again, I'm not knocking Hannah, but like you put us through 95 percent of this thing, 90, 95 percent of this thing, and cut a lot of guys who would have been, you know, a much better perspective. Uh, or prospective partner for you, and everybody loves Mike. So I don't think anyone's gonna, no one's gonna, no one's gonna blame him for making that comment. Right. Because let's face it, to me, what what was Mike? He was like the sixth or seventh guy to go. He shouldn't have been in there with this top four and not Luke. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure he's looking at it like, you know, you ruined it for me and a lot of other guys. So so, I'm just gonna lay it out there for you, and I don't know if you can really argue with it. it it's harsh. The wording is a little is is so direct that it's almost like, man, could he have softened the blow a little bit? I don't know. I don't really know.
1: because you almost get in the territory of like, are you pre-insulting any girl that dates him? Oh. Like, you're sort of getting ahead of the game. Whereas, like, well, if someone agrees to date him, then they're a prisoner. Which, again, they might be in a in a you know an emotional way. Yeah. Uh, because it
2: seem like it does seem like I mean. I, again, I wasn't there. I've never met Hannah, but it does seem like she was a little, you know, for lack of a better term, like she she was trapped in the situation for all that time until she finally had this epiphany.
1: And then once he did, it was all. And like, then it was all over.
2: Yeah. But like, what what kept her connected to him for so long that you know she couldn't she couldn't see what was right in front of her. You know what I mean? Like she. He, she or he, for, or, you know, caused her to be, it was either she caused herself or he caused her to be just so trapped and stuck in this crappy situation. You know what I mean? That was, that was a detriment to everybody, you know? So, like, I think obviously mike is probably looking at it from like i watched this dude do it to this girl yeah so why wouldn't he do it again why wouldn't he do it to somebody else you know i mean that's probably where he was coming from but (laughs) and um, then we
1: we hear him take all of this abuse we see him take all this abuse both on the the couch and then back in his seat and then randomly he just gets up and leaves they're coming back from a commercial like he
2: couldn't take it anymore and but I he went through all of that. Yeah,
1: and I don't know if someone was kneeling him extra, or I don't know how someone reaches that breaking point then. I mean, that's just, he's getting walloped, and then they finally moved on from him, and maybe that's the key. Yeah. It's not all
2: it's not all about him anymore. Oh, you might hit the nail on the we're head We're finally
1: going to talk about something else. Yeah. Maybe he was not having that. The narcissist like, in him, yeah. I'm the star here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to talk about me anymore?
2: Yeah, what the hell? Then... Yeah, Peace I mean, as, if somebody is, like, so embedded in their narcissism that for—even for if it means, you know, being, like, a negative or having a negative effect is—they're they're, they're just—and I think there's a lot of people out there who, even if, you know, any press is good press, I mean, there's a lot of people that put themselves out there in the media and everything, and if it's all negatively directed towards them— that's still fine by them. You know what I mean? And so we see somebody here who is just addicted to being the center of attention, even if that attention is like hateful, resentful. Um, I mean, I only think back to like my season, we had one guy and he wasn't a narcissist and a misogynist. He probably was a little narcissistic too, but like he, he did present himself a little better to our group of guys. And, you know who's this? Where this was. I don't know if you remember this. Um, the kid from Nashville. Um, he and Kenny had a had a.
1: Oh yeah, the one uh, on one date. Yeah, the the guy that was had the Lee, racist Lee, Lee. had the racist who nobody could stuff. stand. He was the same yeah.
2: way all the way through. People just wanted him to go, but at least when it came time to take his medicine, he did. He was a little bit graceful. You could tell he still it still wasn't really registering all the way. You know, he had a lot of like men of color in the audience and or in the I'm sorry, in our group of guys that were there for the men to tell all and who were just trying to say like, dude, this is not right. This is not appropriate behavior. And he goes, You're right, you're right. I really don't f- you know, fully understand where I went wrong or whatever. Like you could tell he wasn't claiming to like understand everything they were trying to say and where they were coming from, because there's no way he you could understand. You're you're a white man. You can't understand where a black guy's coming from. So like, he didn't just sit there and be like, "Oh yeah, I get it. You're right." As soon as I get back home, I'm gonna start straightening all this out. He said, "You know, I have a lot to learn about myself. I I didn't like the person I saw. I want to be better. You know." So he did. I will say, come at it in the right way. Um, you know, for all these guys to think, man, maybe after all this time, this kid's gonna come back and. At least try to start cleaning this up a little bit, and he didn't do that, you know. But you do. That is your op. That's your opportunity to fix everything that that was broken during the playback and as you watched and that you sat home and you cr- cringed over. This is your opportunity to try to make all those wrongs right. So amazing. I don't know what he does from here on out. I don't know where he goes from here. But like, you know. Seems like he's not going to be on Paradise. It seems that way. But um like I don't know if does he try to get on another show? I mean, I'm sure there's something that he can do. Um he's made a big enough infamous. Name well, for and himself, he now you know? ha- he
1: has I'm looking at it now. He has 233,000 Instagram followers. And so I imagine he'll try to do some influencing. Oh, yeah, sure. And even though in his bio says hashtag faithful over famous, oh my god! But he he has the two hundred thirty three thousand yeah, followers. Yeah. So I'm assuming you know he's basically posting. Editing will make anyone look a bit like he's posting comments that other people are making Just in bitterness, his stories. Really, yeah, basically.
2: and see, I don't even know that like two hundred thirty three Instagram or two hundred and thirty three Instagram followers like. Who's out there watching this guy and actually liking what he's got to put out there? Well, you'd be
1: surprised about the people that even go to At Bachelor Podcast when we repost something and we'll defend him. Yeah. And usually it has to do, again, with his faith. And... I'll say it a millionth time, this has nothing to do with his faith. This has to do with him and what
2: we've seen him do. No kidding, yeah. Again, I... He uses the the faith as a cover-up and as an excuse.
1: Well, and and even Hannah said, my faith was weaponized against me. Yeah, right. And that's exactly what he was trying to do by saying, I need to hear you say it. Like, I'm sorry, you need to hear what now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the perfect example. But he finally left. We may never see him again. Who knows? But... I thought it was interesting once he left. It somehow became the the John Paul Jones show.
2: Yeah. In and a good way.
1: In a in a great he a, way. He was
2: like a nice relief.
1: And I'm I'm a little confused because as somebody that, you know, obviously watched this whole season, has watched, you know, seasons for a while now. Sure. After week one, we thought John Paul Jones might be a villain, which he clearly showed he wasn't. He was fine. But we also never got a ton of him. So like no, no, when so. did he become this golden child? And I'm fine with it cuz he was I thought he was great last night. Yeah. It's not as if I, I don't understand why people well, I didn't can... like what he did last night. I thought he was great. He had a really good sense dry sense of humor about the don't tell me what to do and like letting the woman cut his hair. Like that was all fine, but like where did this come from? Well,
2: here's my I can provide you with a little insight. So Paradise has already been filmed. Before they do the tell-all. Tell-all, I think is like two or three weeks ago they do the tell-all. But what happens is, with some people, is they get buried by their edit on The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. And they grow a lot more comfortable with the whole experience and the camera and the producers. They just feel a lot more at home. So they get their second opportunity... To go to Mexico to be part of Paradise, to be in Paradise. So I'm guessing that this kid really comes out of his shell in Mexico. And they're not cutting the show around him, but he'll be one of the fun guys that everybody is going to say, Man, where was he on, on the Hannah season? This guy's great. Either, you know, they, his producers or, uh, you know, people behind the scenes edited him wrong. They didn't give us enough of him. or But what I think you see, I think, is more the edit. It's a combination of both. It's just as much of him, like, he's comfortable now. He watches himself on TV, and he's probably like, man, I should just be myself, relax, have a good time. The circumstances in Mexico, it's more of a fun, obviously. You're on the beach. You're letting loose. Everybody's in their bathing suit. There's a lot more people, too. It's not, it's not just there's somebody for everybody, so to speak. I mean, they're not just... All these guys chasing after one girl or vice versa. So, like, it's fun. It's like a big singles event and everybody's having a good time. Drinking, swimming, getting a tan. So, like, I think I'm sure the environment was just one that really let him relax, feel comfortable, be himself. And he's probably the guy who you saw in the tell-all last night. He's probably funny. He's probably got that nice sense of humor that everybody appreciates. So, I I think also who we see is who producers and people that cut the show that's the footage they have of him in Mexico and they're probably he's going to be a big part of Paradise I bet and so that's why they're starting to give you little tidbits I'm just of who curious he is though now, you know? how the like the crowd was like
1: yeah JPJ and, and maybe they do come out beforehand and say listen this is our guy, yeah, let's everybody, yeah, yeah. even if you lead it with like, he's everyone's favorite, because the crowd was, was even really when he was it. introduced, was like, yeah. Well, like he's
2: got the long hair, he's this blonde guy, he's probably comes across like he's pretty bright. The he's the shot not guy, head. I mean like he's all chill and I get yeah. that. But, I just, don't know, I don't know, maybe, I don't know what the female feedback, uh, about him is if all the girls love him, if they're into the, to the whole, like, he's got a little bit of like a Ken look to him, you know what I mean? Oh, he's totally. like all American. So, I mean, the girls just might be yeah. wild over him and, you know, he probably cleaned up really nice. He came with his <laughs> suit on and he looked good and, you know, yeah, they, Chris is there probably like trying to get the crowd going and everything, but like, you know, if, if you know, do they do they show a little more of him at some point? Were there clips on the screen? Mm. I don't really know. But yeah, the crowd element I'm not sure about, but I'm sure if they were trying to boost him up a little bit at the tell all, it's probably because they know they got a lot of good stuff from him and he's gonna be a factor in paradise. And it hey.
1: worked because going into this episode, I wasn't exactly thinking, Oh, I really wanna watch JPJ mm. in Paradise, but now I want to see JPJ in
2: paradise. So you're going to key in on him. So I think that's why they do it. They make him, and if he, if, you know, they need that, they needed that antidote after all that. Sure. You know,
1: Luke. They basically gave us three anti-Lukes in the, in the, the preview. It was a lot of Dean.
2: Yeah. I didn't realize that Dean was, I knew he was there, but I just heard he stopped by.
1: With JPJ and with Blake. Three guys who are like the anti-Luke in very different ways. So...
2: But now, but not to go right into paradise. But you know, as far as what we're going to anticipate, Blake was into hot water, right? Like he was getting into trouble there, right? Oh yeah. So he, I don't know if it's for better or for worse, but he's definitely going to be a factor. And well, from what I hear, apparently
1: is like banging everybody. So is he really? That's what they made. That's what they cut again. We've seen previews before, cut up that had nothing to do with like even this season. They kept saying he has a ring, he's ready to propose. Well, it ended up just being Luke coming back to the rose ceremony. So who knows? But they made it seem like he's just getting with everybody, and that Demi is getting with everyone, including a a woman, which awesome. Like finally, it's like so overdue for someone on one of these shows. To focus on a same-sex relationship, Definitely. so like, thank you, ABC. It took you long enough. Is
2: the girl, is she from somebody's season? They
1: though? didn't show. They they showed her making out with with a girl and how she has feelings. And I'd it's be a, curious to see
2: where she came from. Uh, but you know? I
1: couldn't tell, anyways. I'm sure there's other forensic, you know, fast-forward people sure, or pause yeah, people. Yeah. I couldn't tell who it was. Yeah.
2: But and then the other thing, couldn't tell who it was. I was reading that most people thought they saw that Mike is there too.
1: Oh, interesting. I don't think I picked up on that.
2: Yeah, see? And then somebody said, oh, no, that's Clay from Becca's Clay is there. Clay is is definitely there. there. I thought I saw Mike, too. And people were like, oh, man, Mike's there. That means he's not going to be the Bachelor. Which isn't totally true. true. We had Nick as Bachelor. It can happen. Nick was in Mexico. We had Colton last year, was in Mexico, then became the Bachelor. It can happen. Yeah, I mean... Usually, um,
1: but I hope Mike's not there and not I, just for that reason. I mean, obviously, I want more Mike, but I'm really kind of hoping because that he's would the bachelor. make you less
2: confident that they're going to pick him. Despite,
1: if he's there. yeah, despite the fact that Colton and Nick did it, I just I'd feel better. I think if they were like, okay, we'll just save him for the Bachelor,
2: but if not him, who else like at this point, who else really would you make that guy? Maybe, uh, maybe Pete, right? Maybe. Pilot Pete. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's it.
1: I, uh, other than that, I don't know now, that there's Now, didn't something
2: any... come in, uh, out about him, too? Yeah, there's but another... But it was like he he broke up with her in December. Yeah,
1: but. so there was another girlfriend situation, except unlike Jed, who allegedly was still dating her while he was on the show with the idea of coming back and still dating her after yeah. becoming more famous. Pete quickly broke up with her. She didn't understand why. Then saw, oh, uh, a Bachelor producer was following him on socials or whatever. But he broke up with her. That's the that's the point.
2: In December. You go to film the show in mid-March. So let's be, you know, January, February. You're talking 10 weeks later. I mean, uh, hopefully... This isn't the night before. No, nah, I mean, hopefully two or three months in, in, you know, you would hope that somebody... Uh, that isn't a long time. I mean, some people can spend a six months to a year, right. two years down in the dumps. But, like, good for him that, like, if it didn't work out, he's trying to keep it moving. Yeah. And, and that's just... That's just another way to do it. He had an opportunity to, you know, meet somebody new and and you know go on this amazing experience, and he took advantage of it. So I don't think you could really point the finger at him. I don't. I don't at
1: all. And I mean, it's not great optics. Yeah. Oh, you broke up with someone, quote unquote, just before you went on the show. But if anything, he's applying for this show. He finds out. Okay, you're probably going to be the guy, like one of the guys. He decides this relationship he's in. Isn't it? Isn't the one? Mm-hmm. So yeah, months before you break up and then go, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I would have had a problem with that if he went like Jed on the show right, while right, he right, still right. had the girlfriend. Have
2: your cake and eat it too. So I I
1: cool. think this one is, from what we know, is just a little overblown. And if it is, I think he's right up there with Mike um, yeah. for current people to be. And I don't I don't know that there are any other good options. I mean, Tyler has the looks. But we still haven't gotten enough of him that you think. Oh, well, he can carry a show.
2: You think they haven't shown enough of him, or you just don't think there's enough of him there, really? I
1: don't know. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, I yeah. think if we would have seen more than more of him, it would be easier to make a determination one way or the other. But I mean, he certainly has the looks. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, basically he's a, a model good. at this point. Yeah, right, right. Um, they can call him a contractor all they want, but he's basically he's, a model, he's yeah. basically a model. And so, could they go the Tyler route if he's not the one, like at the end for her? Sure, maybe. But uh, we just haven't
2: gotten. Or do they go back much. and find somebody else? Well,
1: that's always the Maybe question. Maybe
2: Dean has a, has the paradise that you're talking about. Maybe they say, as long as you willing to get rid of, of that fame mustache, run here and they say, as long as you're willing to chop the mustache off, we'll stick you in there.
1: Well, we've got the big finale next week. It's a two night finale, yeah. the most dramatic bachelorette finale of all time, or something along those lines, and we will see. Who she picks, who ends up in who paradise? You,
2: yeah, I mean, who you uh, listen?
1: I I think of the three that are remaining. I think Pete's the best option. I think Pete, sort of, we've said it before, checks all the boxes. And uh, but who do you
2: think you think you would pick if Pete if you were her? But who do you who? What's your gut tell you? Like, who do you think she's gonna pick? I'm I'm gonna stick with
1: Pete. Pete. Yeah, yeah okay. I just think it makes it makes the most sense. Um, you know if all the stuff with Jed and the girlfriend didn't happen maybe i I'd, I'd pick him so maybe that's affecting it um, you know tyler it's just whether it matters or not the one that although maybe she didn't sleep with jed but they insinuated she that she had sex with jed mm-hmm. but if he's the only one she didn't sleep with does that matter i don't know i don't clearly they wanted she wanted something very different from that experience Yeah. Uh, For the same, I think reason, we're not sure if he can be a bachelor. Just want to talk and sort of go a little deeper. Um, But no, I'm. I think I think Pete just makes the most sense. Got it. And if not, I I hope he's Bachelor One A. Yeah. I I, or One B. I hope Mike is One A. I hope he's One B. If it's one of them, I think they'll they'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, But it's a two night finale. Yeah. Monday and Tuesday. And so hopefully uh, we get something that. Is Luke free, two full nights?
2: I'll ask you one more question, and I know we got to go, but is he officially, in your mind, you've watched the show long enough, the worst guy ever in Bachelor Nation?
1: In one season, yes, Yes. because I think – I think Chad was worse, but yeah. only because of how he acted on Paradise. Up in Paradise, and, and kinda... you know, get, trying to get into a fight with Chris Harrison, and just like, don't yeah, you come yeah, at yeah, Papa yeah. Harrison just out of like control. that? Yeah, yeah that Can't that I think, yeah, that I think made him worse overall. But even with all the, like the meat eating and everything, I don't think he was nearly as bad as Luke was. Um, mainly because he was upfront about like, bro, this is what I am, yeah, yeah, as opposed yeah, to yeah. Luke, who was
2: a different person every day and. Yeah
1: talking in circles and all that stuff, whereas Chad was pretty unapologetic about this is what I am, this is what I do, let's go lift, bro. So I think so far from however many seasons I've been been watching both, on both sides, men or women, I think he's the worst. It's official. Right?
2: You heard it here. There you go.
1: And so uh, we'll see you next week uh, at Bachelor Podcast at Matt underscore months and underscore. Welcome back from vacation again. Thank you. And we'll see you all next week.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.